Misha, I must apologize for being late today. It is quite unlike me. Oh, darling, it's just fine. I'm typically late myself, so... True! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over some tea time rules. Yes, rule number one. Don't dunk biscuits into the tea. Into the tea. Unless you're at home alone. Then, who gives a shit? <laughs> no one knows what you're doing Pish anyway. <laughs> Another tea time rule. Make sure you stir the spoon from 6 o'clock to 12 o'clock and back and forth. Do not go in full circles. <laughs> and never, ever, ever put your pinky up. Oh, it's pointless and silly. Goodness me, we wouldn't silly. want to be silly. Want to want to look like a wanker. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, today... We will be talking about manners and social etiquette. And don't be a nitwit. Follow us on social media at Loud and Louder Podcast and write us a review on Apple Podcast. Here we go. Let's do it. This is Loud and Louder with, with Holly and Misha. So before we start, especially since we've been speaking English accents, I have some bad news. Oh. I oh, just no. read earlier today from Lady Whistledown that Simon is not coming back to <gasps> Bridgerton. <laughs> I know! No! I was like picking you up and I was like, I should tell her now. I was like, no, I'm going to wait for the show. <gasps> yeah, guys. I don't know if you guys watch Bridgerton, but Simon, the fine guy, the black guy, he's not going to be back. What? Yep. In the actual hell. Why? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says he's officially not returning. He's like definitely one of the most popular characters for obvious reasons. I think he is the popular character. Yes. Okay. I also heard though that they're focusing on different characters' stories each season, but that doesn't mean that we don't care about it the said that, ones. It says that the other girl is in it, and but she's going to be helping what? out her brother find somebody. So maybe the focus is going to be more on the brother. <sighs> I don't care about the brothers. Yeah, the brothers aren't that They cute. all look the same, too. They do. I, I can never figure them. out which one was which. I'm thinking great casting because they look alike in terms of being family, they but they look too alike. They of the Jonas Brothers at some point. One of them looks like Nick Jonas, I think. The younger one that's nice. I can nice. see that. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm so sorry, darling. What? Oh, that's... <laughs> My accent is rough. I used to be good at this shit. I'm sure people will be relieved to know we're not speaking in an accent the entire episode. <laughs> no, we're done. Unless it just, you know, finds its way in. What was that? <laughs> that was Cockney. <laughs> I'd want some more. Okay. So we're going to go over some manners that we grew up in our household. Um, yeah. Grew up with in our household. This is an interesting episode and an interesting section because for once we relate with a lot of yeah, this stuff. We had moms that were like. Our moms are probably pretty similar in terms of etiquette. And yeah, manners. for sure. For sure. So the first one, of course, you must say your pleases and thank yous. Yes. And I feel like I do that now. All the, Like, I I rarely don't say thank you. Like, even if, like, yeah. little things. You always say please and thank you. And so one thing that I do get nervous about, and I think, this, I don't know if this is a Midwest thing, where, like, if, you, if someone bumps into you, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And we say, like, you're fine. Like, oh, you're fine. Like, there's always right after I say where I'm like, what if I say that to a crazy bitch? And they're like, bitch, I know I'm fine. What the fuck? And then, like, try to fight me. That's a very specific and strange I know. Fear. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like maybe I've just gotten a look for someone where they're like, 
fuck you mean I'm fine? I'm like, Ugh. I feel like that's a pretty standard <laughs> response. Like maybe say you're okay. I guess fine sounds like, I don't know. I, it's a weird, I feel like it's a weird thought I have every time I say it and I say it all the time. Tone of voice is everything. And the way you just said it is so casual. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't imagine someone getting mad. Okay, good. Um, next one is no, we couldn't have our elbows on the dinner table. Both of us were like that, right? Yeah, and honestly, I think most of these rules were at my mom's, and I don't remember there being as many rules at my dad's. Yeah, my mom would be like, "You're not a truck driver." That's truck so... drivers. Truck drivers have their elbows on the table. I don't know. That's literally <laughs> what she used to say. All right. Um, what Another else? one that we both relate to is having to pray before you eat. Yes. We I, still do that. I remember feeling so guilty if I took a first bite and then realized I hadn't prayed yet. Oh, I did Even if I was guilty. by myself. There's sometimes where I'd be like, <gasps> and then hide that I eat something already. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, Monty. I have to call Monty up. Monty's, Monty's prayer used to say, Thank you, God, for this world. Wait, thank you, God, for this food, and thank you for everything else in the world. Amen. I was like, you just covered everything. Everything in the world? Because there are some bad things that I don't want in this world. God put it on this world, though. Oh. (sighs) Anyways. (laughs) That could be a whole theological debate. (laughs) Seriously. That'll be in our uh, Faith and Christianity Part 3. Right. Um, So next one, sit and stand up straight. Definitely. That was definitely a thing. Yes. My I mom really said it all the time. I really titties came in. And now I slaps like a motherfucker. It's, I think that's pretty common among big, big chested women. Big titty bitches. Especially <laughs> if you're insecure about it when you're younger. Yeah, because then you feel like you're just popping your tits out in everybody's Yeah, I face. definitely look immediately to your boobs when you sit up straight. Yeah. Whereas I, I don't have anything. <laughs> I just look down as if I'm going to double check and be surprised that today there is something. <laughs> Another common one... That our moms instilled in us is like how to set a proper table with placemats, napkins. And this, I think, was only at your household, but putting out all utensils, whether you actually needed them for the meal or not. So like every dinner. So like there was a difference between like a dinner, like a Sunday dinner that was at our like dining room table versus like our like daily dinner that was at our kitchen kitchen table. Okay. We always sat down together for dinner and... Even for normal dinner, we always had to pull out placemats, plate, fork, and knife. Oops. Classic Misha. (laughs) This is like the fourth episode that your text has gone off, but I feel like it actually doesn't pick up that well. No. So So, maybe I should have pointed it out. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. My mom also was super strict about seating arrangements, so we couldn't keep up with it, though, because we always had... I'm specifically thinking of, yeah, like Sunday Sunday dinners or holidays where they might invite over friends or different families in town. My mom always had the seating arrangement in her head, but we didn't know what it was, so we just kind of had to awkwardly I'm linger around the table. I'm surprised she didn't do, like, name cards. I'm surprised, too, honestly. Or place cards. But she had... I mean, now we've picked up on things like she always wants men at the ends of the table. She always puts small people next to big people so what? that it doesn't feel too crowded Wait, on that like side. Wait, big, like, big, like, so... Yeah, like... Like, I would often go between two bigger people. That's interesting. And then she also puts couples next to each other or maybe across from each other. What if there's two big people in the couple? Then then the couple would probably be put across from each other. I don't know. (laughs) She's got this whole unspoken system that I've picked up on over time. But I remember one time me and my siblings 
and I think Aaron too, we were like, let's mess with her and just sit down in spots we know she would never put us. <laughs> and so we sat down and acted like we were ready to eat, you know, having conversation. Right when she walked into the room, she stopped and was like, guys, no, 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 no. This is not right. And we all started laughing because she's just so not chill about that. Yeah, we didn't really have, I mean, we had kind of just designated, like, you just know where your seat was. Like, my parents were always at the head of the table. And I then I always sat by my dad. My brother always sat by my mom. But, like, we were diagonal. And then the two... Usually my grandma, like when my grandma was alive, my grandma was next to me. So like it kind of switched around, but like the four of us were always in our designated spots. Yeah. I think yeah. that's fairly common. What else? Um, cover your mouth when you yawn. Oh yeah. My mom hates like seeing people gape open their mouths. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too. What was, this one was um, just you. Oh yeah. My mom was also very particular about me always having clean fingernails, I swear, I would clean them often, and then immediately I would have dirt under there, I al- and I didn't I, know why. I always feel like people think I'm dirty, because I, like, I'm I looking know, at it I'm right so, now, I'm like, how do I always have dirt? I know, I'm so insecure about it, so I try to just paint my nails often. But oh, God, just, I'm looking right now, this is gross. It happens so easily, though, just from, like, life. Ugh, I don't think it dirty. makes you nasty. We're nasty bitches. But, I mean, do you, like, scrub under your nails every time you wash them? That's hard to do. Yeah. I mean, my my nails were always really short because of piano. So as a kid, they were just short. Same. Anyways. Mine for the violin. <laughs> yeah. And I remember once I stopped playing the violin, I was like, ooh, my nails are so long. This is crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> also, don't blow your nose at the table. Which I guess we're at a test, so it's allowed. Oh, I know. <laughs> this I did one, have to blow my nose. I so. remember my step... This is actually crazy. I don't think my biological mom ever called me out on this. It was my stepmom. Mm-hmm. And I think I had like a cold and it was wintertime and we were out to eat. And my stepmom oh, was like, Oh, back in the day when you'd be disgusting. sick and go out in public. I know. <laughs> Hopefully that's not a thing anymore. Because I'd be okay with that. But I, I got so sick of going to the bathroom that I just did it a little bit like at my seat. And my stepmom was like, Holly, that's disgusting. Go to the restroom. And oh. I remember feeling so embarrassed. You should have been. I know. How dare I? <laughs> uh, I guess I have a few in a row. No potty humor at my mom's. like, And not even just humor. You really were not supposed to talk about your farts, your poops. like. I think that's pretty any normal. Of that. But at my right? dad's, we definitely talk about it. Like... What do you mean? Like, you're just eating your, like, like, man, I had a good fart today? No, not necessarily at the dinner table, but just in general. Like, nobody go in the bathroom for a while. I had, like, like oh. people would always be like, I took a big dump or whatever. Gotcha. Or, like, someone would fart and we'd be like, you're disgusting. Whereas at my mom's, it was definitely just like, like your fart smells beautiful. No, it was definitely like, <laughs> just... Keep that stuff in the bathroom and don't talk about it. We just had a weird... My, like, my mom, we couldn't say fart. We'd have to Same. say poot. Oh, right. We talked about this oh, yeah. in the like, episode. Wee wee and ding Mine was stinker or toot. Toot and poot are similar. I just said the poot. Did you say wee wee and dink ding? Yeah, do you got to go wee wee or do you got to go dink ding? Dink ding? <laughs> I've never heard that. It's so gross sounding, right? Was that when you were really little? Yeah. Okay. Like before like, like four, probably. Someone's pretty childish. Yeah, no, okay. it was like really small. Okay. No, no That's and once we got older, she would say number two or number one or number two. Anyway, <laughs> enough about the shit talking. Um, so my grandma, 
she was such a like prim proper lady, my mom's mom, and so she wanted us to call her grandmother. That's so formal. Yeah, I've she, never heard of that. She wanted it to be grandmother, but like we couldn't get grandmother out, so she was grandma. Yeah, when you were little. Yeah, so grandma so into grandma. cute and definitely sounds British to me. Grandma, Papa. grandma, grandma, Papa. Did she work? Yeah, she what was. What did a, she do for a living? She was a. Um, I'm just trying to get the whole picture. For, she was a singer and then like a choir director and then she oh. was a social worker. Oh wow! Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but she didn't work when I was alive. Like she was done working by the time I was around. That makes sense. Yeah. Another rule I had was don't stare or point at people. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I was blatantly pointing at someone, my mom probably been like, "Stop pointing." But I don't really remember that. And like staring, like my dad used to point out people. All the time. Oh, my dad too. It was really bad. Like if anyone, like, Oof, they need to push themselves away from the dinner table. I'm like, Daddy. Yeah, my dad would definitely point out big people. And if a man ever had long hair or a beard, he'd be like, Take a look at that dirt bag. And it got to the point that even when I was like <laughs> four or five, I would do that with my mom. I'd be like. Look at that dirt bag, and she's like, "What did you? What? <laughs> don't don't You're say like, that." You're like, "No, that's what those people are called. They're called dirt bags." I'm like, "If men have beards or long hair, they're bad people." <laughs> oh, so weird! It's so weird. My dad is Jesus a had long hair and a beard and a beard. Wait, Most likely. Hold up. What? I'm telling you. Again, we could do so many episodes. We probably will. At yeah, some we point will. About modern white Christianity in the United States. Is so inaccurate and problematic, especially so even or you're not evangelical. Yeah, yeah, evangelical. Yeah. They're they're part. I'm of watching it. The Crown right now, and uh, Graham, what's this? Mm-hmm. What's the what's the red the reverend that was really no popular, idea. Bobby Graham or oh, Billy, Billy Graham. Graham? He was in it. Interesting. Yeah, like the the queen wanted to see him, but I could tell, and he's evangelical, and I could tell there are things yeah. he was saying. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Like I get your premise, but there's probably, probably things like, in my that, that yeah I thought of my you. church is growing up. Um, so no falling asleep in church. Oh, that's yeah. yours. Oh, what? oh no, that's mine. No, my we could not. We yeah, hell no, we couldn't fall asleep in church. So like my, I'd put I'd rest my head on my dad's shoulder. But what would piss me off is like my dad would fall asleep in church what? and he would hold his Bible. So it was <laughs> so like he was I was, reading. All of a sudden, I look over. I'm like, Daddy. Yeah, he's like, what? What? I'm, re- I'm reading the Bible. I'm like, you are asleep, <laughs> That's sir. That's a great trick. Yeah. I just remember my mom would let me fall asleep when I was like four and younger. Mm. Because, you know, it's a long service and sometimes they're at night. But So did you guys not have like children? Like, like, like we, we were we there until like for like 15 minutes and it was like children's son, sermon yes. and then we went upstairs. It was rare that I wasn't in children's church. I think it was only for special occasions or if I was just particularly clingy to my mom that day or whatever but like at my dad's church I remember no matter how young I was if we had to be an adult church we had to stay awake one time my brother and I got in trouble because we were like trying to sneak doing thumb wars oh and we got in big we used to pass we used to write notes back and forth like me and my friends we used to write notes oh yeah we couldn't do that we couldn't color at my dad's church and it's just like Come on, putting a child through an adult sermon is yeah. torture. But like sometimes my dad would send me notes too. That's great. <laughs> like, I mean, this sermon is. Oof. 
That's awesome. <laughs> um, we both had to dress up for church. I still like. Yeah. If I walked into church on a Sunday in some jeans, my mom would be like, "What the heck is going on?" But do other people at my church? Or is it still pretty formal? I would say it's still pretty. I mean, there's probably occasionally people in jeans, but no, it's pr- it's it's definitely people are dressed. Okay, because yeah. like the churches that I chose to go to, you know, once I was away from my parents. We're always very casual. I know, and Whitney and I would even feel weird when we'd go to Kati's church because, like, we still dressed up, so that it's like, well, this feels weird. <laughs> Everybody's in, like, sweaters, oh, and I'm like... my dad's church has started to get casual, and he will still dress in a full suit every time, and and he's he still wants us to dress up as well. Yeah. So we're always the family that's, like, overdressed. My mom is always so cute, and she always wears her little hats for Easter, like, no matter how many people. Like, she's probably one of the only ones now. Like, there's only, like, a handful that wear Easter hats. But I'm like, we were younger every, like, we went shopping for an Easter dress and your Easter hat. Oh, yeah. It was so exciting. Also, I remember, not arguing, but just, like, playfully debating my dad about being able to wear more casual clothes, especially to Wednesday night services. Yeah. And I think I used the verse, come as you are, <laughs> That's to good. worship. And I don't think he had a proper rebuttal, except for one of those, you'll do what I tell oh, right, you, responses, right. where in my head I'm like, hmm, I definitely want I got you. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then the last one, asking to be excused from the table. Oh, yeah. So we used to have to do that. Not for like dinner during the week, but definitely if like Sunday dinner, if people were there and especially like if there was conversation going on, definitely like you couldn't just like get up and walk away. Right. You have to like wait for a pause and be like, maybe let's be my grandma loved it. So grandma, she was like, oh, such darlings. (laughs) Little angels. Yeah. Oh, she called us. She actually called us her bunnies. Oh, yeah. I just saw she is such a character. I swear. She's like my little bunnies. She had a sweatshirt that had grandma's little bunnies, and it was what? two bunnies with our names. <laughs> That's adorable. Wait, your sweet. mom's mom? Yeah. Okay, this is all coming together. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I definitely remember having to ask to be excused. I think this was more at my dad's house, and then once there were just so many kids, and we were all eating at like different times, and I feel like my stepmom never sat at the table with us because she was just running around doing so much. Then eventually it just fizzled away and became a free-for-all, but I don't know what age. So for family dinner, did you guys ever get to, like, make your plate and just go wherever? Or did you all come together for dinner? At my dad's, we definitely could not just go our separate ways. You had to eat in the kitchen as a family. At the table. At my mom's, sometimes we would eat in front of the TV, but we were still together. Yeah. We would never just eat in our bedrooms or an office or something. Yeah. We always were at the table. I mean, we had a, we typically had a little TV anyways if we were watching TV mm-hmm. so we could see it. But yeah, yeah, it was like when I'd go to my friend's house and like there there's dinner happening and like people just go and make plates and like just kind of like chill on the couch or all this. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, I that's wish we not, could do this. That's wild. Yeah. I think when I have kids, I will want at least one dinner a week, probably Sundays. It just seems to be a more chill day yeah. where we all eat at the table, no phones. See, I want that every day. And, but I don't know what our lives are going to be like or what our schedules. Because I know also if you're in sports or you have, you know, play practice or whatever, sometimes people aren't home at the same time. That's why we, we didn't have dinner usually until like 730. Oh, I would starve. 
Yeah. <sighs> but like sometimes, like we have a little table now, and like I'm like, we should sit more on the table for dinner, and we always end up sitting in front. We of the sit in front TV. of the TV and I'm every like, time. I just want to sit at the table and let's talk. He's like, or let's put the TV on. We do that sometimes. We definitely sit in front of the TV more often because. I don't know. We always just want to always catch up on our shows, yeah. too. And especially lately, like, he and I have not gotten to watch TV or just chill, the two of us, in, I think, like, a week. Yeah. And that hasn't happened in a while because of COVID times. Right. So I'm like, dang, I'm I'm missing that. Damn. Well, those were our growing up household manners. Yep. Yeah, it is interesting. I feel like that is one of the first times like we've had a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. But wow. we still turn out so different. Yeah, yeah. In in our manners and etiquette. I think. <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> no, nope. no comment. Let's move on. <laughs> the fight for pants. <laughs> In March 2019, a federal judge struck down a rule at a North Carolina charter school Uh that prohibited girls at the school from wearing pants um, for graduation. Not in... Oh, oh, wait, no. No, No, that was in general. This is in general. Ooh, that's some bullshit. It required them to instead wear skirts, squirts, or jumpers. Skirts. The school argued that the dress code promoted traditional values. Huh. That's a terrible... Like, that's a terrible argument. Yeah. But I so, feel like, isn't that probably the case in most, like, Catholic schools? Like, I've are they allowed seen, to wear pants now? I've definitely like, seen pants. Really? The, um, like, a lot of times I think they're tan or khaki. Oh. I've I've definitely seen it, I remember, like, I don't Fenwick, know for sure. It's like every, every class had a different color plaid oh. with the skirts. So you knew, like, who were freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. I'm sure it varies. Yeah, I wonder. And I also wonder if private schools don't have to follow as many rules, if they're allowed to do that. Well, and I just, like, the other day I saw, like, these little girls that were running running down the street in their little school uniform. And I'm like, they're so cute, I love I love school uniforms. (sighs) Did you have school uniforms? No, no, no. Definitely just always went to public schools. But at Interlochen we did, and we had to wear knickers. The high socks? No. What are knickers? Knickers are... I don't like that word. I know. They're like capris. I'll show you. They're hideous. They were corduroy knickers. Wait, and this is at... At Interlocking with the music camp. Interlocking? Oh, music camp. Yeah. I bet you I can find a picture. Oh, yeah, so that you guys looked even cooler than you already were at music camp. (laughs) Right. What if it was like a picture of me? (laughs) On the internet? That'd be great. Yeah. They look like that. What? Ew. Like this. Yeah. Why? Wait, I know. (laughs) That's great. Hideous. So yeah, anyway, sorry. So that was 2019. Yeah, that's crazy. That, you know, they had to get into a legal battle just so girls could wear some damn pants. Wait, so, okay, so they did get get rid of the rule. absolutely. That... This is crazy. Same month, same year, March 2019, Hannah Kozak, a senior at a Pennsylvania high school, received the guideline for her school's upcoming graduation ceremony. No pants, it said for girls. Kozak had to fight the school board for the right to wear pants at her graduation. So that reminds me of our high school. So at Oak Park River Forest, go OPRF. Um, <laughs> the tradition was for graduation... Boys wore a black suit, white shirt, a red tie, and had a like a, a rose boutonniere. Okay. And then girls wore white dresses and were given a 
a dozen red roses. And it was really pretty. And so I remember in 2000, or I don't, I didn't remember in 2000, I'm not going to lie. I looked it up. But I remember <laughs> when we were in high school, that was like the first time the, the girls were trying to like wear pants and wear mm-hmm. pantsuits. So I looked it up and in 2000, they altered the dress code to, to let girls wear white pantsuits. And then I didn't know this, but in 2000, 2016, in an effort to become more inclusive, the graduates were given the option to wear either white or dark clothes. So that it that follows the traditional uh, dress code regardless of yeah. Yeah, gender. And now, which I just found out, which I don't know, I don't think I really like this, but in 2019, they got rid of all of it and they're just wearing gowns. And I don't, so... I just thought it was so cool that we were like different and did something. And like, I got a dozen red roses. Like, <laughs> I know you love the look of the, the white dresses and the black tuxes, but from an outsider's perspective, yeah. it kind of reminds me of a creepy young wedding. Yeah, I think, I, I think I've seen like that as an argument. Like a whole wedding of hundreds of kids at the I same time. I think I've seen that as an argument of like the more feminist side about it. Like why are we given a like a bouquet of flowers and we're in virgin white and Right. But, but it was just so pretty. I mean like not, I get it. I'm not gonna lie though, a white pantsuit or a white jumpsuit would look Stunning. Remember Paul? So my friend Paula just got married. Remember her white pantsuit? Oh yeah. Stunning. Oh my god. Those so pictures good. look so cool. <sighs> I I mean that's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I would love to have something like that. And then I'm like, where would I wear that? <laughs> uh, summertime rooftops. I guess yeah. You would, yeah. you just stand out as like oh, a badass, yeah. beautiful bitch. Yeah. Um, I would love like just a really stylish, maybe patterned, like maybe a floral pantsuit. I don't know. I would love to get a pantsuit. So you're talking about like not a one piece, like a two piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or at least like a cool blazer. I don't yeah. really have. I just got it. That, that blazer stuff. I wore last night. Remember, I had to come and yeah, pick it up. Yeah, it looked my... great. Yeah, I just got that from Express. It was really nice. Oh, I love Blazers Express. usually don't fuck my, my, my boobs. Yeah. So yeah. I definitely need to get a blazer though. They they just they can make you feel so sharp yeah. so easily. Yeah. Um. Wait. Something else you said. Oh, I was just gonna say that that all sounds so unique to me because my school would let you wear whatever you wanted. Obviously, they wanted you to be, like, slightly dressed up, but people definitely wore jeans or whatever right. the hell they want. And it was all under your cap and gown. Right. And we all wore the same color cap and gown. Right. But, yeah, like, some girls would definitely wear pants, yeah. skirts. Yeah. I think maybe even a couple wore shorts because it was so freaking hot in Arizona Ugh. to do outdoor graduations. outside? Yes. We were so mad because oh. our, our field was brand new. And it rained, so ours was in the field house. It sucked. Oh, I mean, it didn't. Sad. It didn't suck, but it was sad Black that luster. it wasn't outside. Yeah. Yeah. In May in Arizona, it's easily in the nineties or low hundreds, and Fuck that. and Mm-mm. our classes are all over six hundred, like six hundred and seven hundred and fifty people. So they're long. Oh, so you're yeah. just so miserable. ours was. Ours was like eight. I think ours is in the 800s. Oh, man. I think graduations are so boring. And it was like... I hate that. I know we're off topic at this point, but it was like people would walk down the stage and be like, who the fuck is that? Oh, like, absolutely. I've never even heard their name before. Absolutely. So I was so, like, they did not go here. I feel like so I knew crazy. a lot of people. Or like you knew someone but through someone through someone. You can't know someone. all 800, Nisha. Not even you. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. It's wild to me because... So my younger siblings grew up in Panora, Iowa, which is teeny tiny... And so we had such different high school experiences. Yeah. It was wild to me that not only did they know everyone in their class, but they knew 
all the drama, all the dirt on everyone at all times. Ugh. And you can't escape, escape I would it. like that until the drama was mine. <laughs> yeah, and also if you're if you've dated all the best people, at a certain point you're just out of luck. Yeah, you're you like, know, I gotta move. I think their graduation classes were around seventy and that was big. Damn. Yeah. Shit. Could you imagine? No. All right, so let's talk about some various social rules around the U.S. Yeah, I'm going to kick this off so that you can have your own section. Okay. But one that is pretty common is you have to say miss, ma'am, or sir every time you speak to someone above you in age or status or power yeah. in the South. Yeah. But you also said that that's common in just black culture. Yeah, I feel like that is, like, like I I wasn't taught to do that, but I know a lot of people were like, they have to say yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Interesting. Yeah, but I didn't. And it's funny because it's like, when people do that to me at the store, I'm like, I'm a miss. Do not call me ma'am. Don't age me. And like, especially when I was like in my like 20s and people do that, I was like, no. It feels weird for sure. No. Um, so we, I, I pulled together some black culture, cultural ones. Yeah, <laughs> and I are, learned a lot. Yeah, some of them are funny <laughs> and some of them, like, I asked multiple people. I asked, so we called Monica and then Winnie came in and literally they, they said, said the like same the things. same thing for yep. most of them. So number one, do not step on someone's gym shoes. Do not. Do not. There will be a fight. Okay? <laughs> oh, shit. And always have clean gym shoes. Now, I'm, I was never great at this. Me I, either. It's I don't know hard. what I do to my shoes, but they get fucked up. <laughs> Same. That makes me feel so much better. Oh, yeah. I and can't I'll, keep them But the other thing is, like, I don't try to keep, like, like people come home and then they wash off their shoes to make sure they're clean. Like, I'll look down and I'll be like, shit. I was really proud of myself the other day because I had some new gym shoes. And it was, like, the first time I was wearing them going to the Amtrak. And I looked down and there was, like, a stain on the mesh already. I was like, damn. And I was like. I have a Tide stick, and I felt so... Ooh, it works. I got it out. I was like, look at me, I should carry that on me, because I always have stains. Yeah. (laughs) That's not really minding your manners, Holly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't walk into a room and not speak. So, like, if you walk into a room and, like, people are in there, you have to, like, say hi. Like, you have to acknowledge. I'm trying to think what I do, but... Sometimes I will definitely walk into a room where they're deep in a conversation, so I don't want to say anything to interrupt. Yeah, I guess in that case, maybe not. But, like, if you're walking into someone's house, like, you, you need to speak up. To everyone. I, if, if everybody's just sitting in the room together, then I don't right. think, like, if you're just like, hey, guys. Right. But, like, that reminds me of when the day after my, my dad's memorial, I put together, like, this big brunch at my mom's house. And so, like, all of our, like, family from out of town, my friends, like, her friends, Monty's, I don't know if Monty had any friends there. Besides boy. And I don't know if Monty had any friends. <laughs> Monty has so many fucking friends. That's why I'm like, was there? Um, but Whitney came and like I didn't even realize what he was doing and at one point he had been there for like ten minutes and he was like walking around and like introducing himself to everybody, which again you know, like we weren't together, but he did this. So oh, like wow. Of course in my head I'm like, Oh yeah. I definitely thought you were no. an exclusive couple. No. That's what I'm talking about. This motherfucker fucked my head up, right? Oh yeah. You are clearly right? right. Thank you. Absolutely. So then I went to I was like, Do you want a most and he's like, No, I still have to go say hi to the people in this room and I was like, Wow. And then he like taught Riley huh. had to how to throw a football and gave him like piano lessons. I was like, This Aww. it was so sweet. Wait, Wit plays piano? Not really, but he was he was teaching him how to He's do like, things. These are the white keys. <laughs> right. This is the lowest. This <laughs> is the highest. <laughs> I can't even remember what he was doing with them, but I, it all came up in my memories and like popped up, and I was like, wow, 
That's so he cute. He was such a swooner. Anyways, again, we just, how does that always happen? <laughs> um, The whole black people nodding, like acknowledge people. Like, yeah, on when you the walk street, down the street. Or like, the funniest parts are like, I used to work at a at an office building and like there were like nine floors and so like you typically knew everybody like or you'd see people often mm-hmm. but we were on the sixth seventh floor and I'd always go with like my white coworkers and like if a black person got on the elevator like we'd always be like hi how are you doing or like some type of acknowledgement and then we get off and they'd be like do you know them I was like no we just I've definitely asked that before like I even I did that with you when we were walking down the street okay, the other day so not gonna lie I thought he was saying hey because he thought we were cute. No, you're the old man looking down. What? Oh, am I thinking of another guy? Because remember we were going across yeah, the no, crosswalk? Yeah, no, no, not the guy, guy that was trying to holler at us. Okay, no. he was definitely. No, okay. we were on Ashland, and this guy was walking with his little dog. Oh, I do remember seeing him. And we both looked him. up, and, I, and we both said, like, hey, how you doing? And I noticed that he didn't say that to you, and I was like, it's nope. such, it's just, it's just a thing. You just do it. Oh, yeah. When Aaron I was, does it all the time. When I was working at um that the same company, there was this one black woman that didn't acknowledge me, and I thought she was such a bitch. I was like... There are only a handful of us here, bitch. Like, who do you think you are? Like, you're not going to look at me and, like, smile or anything? You just walk right past me? Like, I don't like her. She ended up being really sweet and, like, a big <laughs> introvert. But but before, I was like, she's a bitch and I don't want to like her. Anyways. It is fascinating that it's such a common unspoken thing. Yeah. Erin will always at least do it head nod. And then, yeah, sometimes the greeting is so casual Hey, how's it going? That I think, at first I used to think, do you, have you met them before? No. Them? No, it's just I like, love a, that. hey, how's it going? Yeah. Um, cool. Both of, both Whitney and Monica said this in the same yep. way. Stay in a child's place and grown folks are talking. Like, know your place. Like, you do not jump in conversations. You do not interrupt. interrupt. Like, you sh- really shouldn't be just sitting there. If, like, grown folks are talking, like, go somewhere. Go go do something. Go outside. Go outside. Go play something. Like, huh. this is grown, phone talk. grown folk talk. I feel like with white families, it definitely varies on the family. I think now it's been changed. Like, I have one friend, Jasmine. She talks about <laughs> everything in front of her child. So, like, it feels like there's, there's certain time and place, but that is definitely a big one. Like, I think that's a big one for black culture. Okay. And then you always bring something wherever you're going to some when like when you're going to someone's house like a barbecue or like when I think about it like cookouts like you got even if it's a bag of ice and some cups and yeah. so there's always someone that was like I'll bring the paper plates and cups like you bitch <laughs> <laughs> bring some bags of chips something bring a bottle but you don't sure. you don't come in empty handed I mean especially for house parties or big events I. Definitely would bring something, especially alcohol. I feel like even if it's like for me to drink and I'm not drinking right, their shit, just something. bring BYOB. Yeah, I I definitely judge people when I have like big parties and I specifically say like, please bring um, like alcohol or something, and instead someone brings like a single bag of chips and then they drink like ten drinks. <laughs> you're just like, okay, call them out. Who did that? Who did that? I can't remember to be <sighs> honest. I want to say it was Aaron's classmates in med school. And I remember seeing like a $4 bag of Ruffles or something. And I'm like, that is not equivalent to you drinking six beers and three cocktails. And if they went to like Aldi's, that was like a $2 bag. Right? But I mean, one day, hopefully I'll get to a point money-wise where I won't be noticing that shit. I won't care. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Okay, so different societal rules in other countries. Yeah. I think these are really cool. These are really interesting. Yeah. This is called the belching compliment. Yes. So in places like Turkey, Saudi Arabia, and China, letting a big burp rip after a meal is not considered rude. It's actually a great way to show the people who cooked for you that you enjoyed the meal yeah. and that you're full and they gave you enough and you you feel satisfied. You're satisfied. Obviously, if you let out a big burp at like Maple and Ash, people be like, "Who yeah. the fuck is that undignified?" <laughs> You're like, "Oops, sorry." Tramp. Can you make yourself burp? Yes. Can yeah. you? Yeah. Let's do it. You first. <clears throat> oh, I can't do like that, but I can do them real fast back <clears throat> to back. <laughs> Whoever hates burping, <laughs> I'm sorry, so sorry, not sorry. That's it. It's done. <laughs> Wow, that's a good skill we have. <laughs> yeah, it comes in handy, right? <laughs> Never. Maybe I'll be cast in a role where I need to burp on command. <laughs> I should totally list out my resume. Like, we don't care if, if you can up. cry on command, but can <laughs> right. you burp on command? Like, Why, yes, I can. <laughs> Honestly, I bet you that would be a fun way to just stand out on a resume. Yeah. And maybe a conversation starter. I, I'm doing it. Yeah, do it. I'm adding it. Do Show it. a little personality. So this one, um, I recently learned, and I'm like, done, I'll do that, um, is to slurp your food, especially like noodle dishes for Japan. So like when you're eating ramen, like you're supposed to slurp it in. And I almost think that it's not only for etiquette, but it's, I believe it's something about the flavor and how it comes into your mouth too. Oh. I'm almost positive about like umami. Yeah, like that umami, like the five cents or the five tastes. But whatever. So, noodle dishes are common pretty much everywhere. But in Western culture, like, we eat as quietly as possible. Like, yeah. you don't slurp. Like, Absolutely you eat, not. if anything, you, like, bite the noodle yeah. to fall. Or try to twirl it around yeah. your fork right. for an easy bite. Right. So, making any kind of noise is considered rude to those around us. But in China or in Japan, it's the opposite. So, if you're greeted with a delicious noodle meal, like ramen. Oh, that sounds so good. Uh, yeah, you should slurp for all you're worth. <laughs> I Interesting. Like that. It may seem difficult to do at first, but it's really considered a great compliment to the chef who prepared your food. And it's huh. pretty much saying, like, this is absolutely delicious. My compliments to the chef. You know who absolutely hates loud eating? Well, who? Aaron. Really? He hates it. Loud chewing, loud slurping. He can't stand it. If I have a crunchy snack, he will leave the room or ask me to leave the room. <laughs> Unless he's also eating it because then he's like distracted by his own noise. I always well. feel bad when like what's like he might be asleep and, and like I don't think about it until the first crunch. I'm like <sighs> and there's like a <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I try to slow it down so it's just like <sighs> Oh, also like with my nephews. I was, when I nannied them last year for a bit, I was trying to teach one of them how to eat chips by closing your lips and not just crunching. Yeah. Because once I noticed it, I couldn't stop noticing it and it was driving me nuts. And then I was like, oh, this is how Aaron always feels. Yeah. But yeah, it's such a thing in the United States to eat quietly. Yeah. And it's amazing that it's not like that everywhere. No. Quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. All right. Another one. Be late. Yes. In Venezuela. I need to move to Venezuela. So if you show up on time or early, you're looked at as being way too eager. And especially if there's food and drink being served, it's like you're greedy. So I, I think I brought this up when we were looking this up, but I feel like that's 
like that's how I am with house parties. Like I never like if I say it starts at this time, I never expect anybody to be there. I mean, when it comes to house not parties, even, I think that's standard. Not even a house party. Like if I'm having like five to ten people over, if you or say like one, just you two, if you say like one p.m. at one o one, I'll be like ding dong. Yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. late. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, damn, she's here already. Sorry. I always, but like. I feel like my family was like that too. Like it's just because usually you're still preparing things, so oh, it's yeah. like you give a start time, but like no one's gonna really show up like right on time except for Holly Smith. I feel thank God for Erin because Erin makes her late. Oh, which, tries me, and insane. she's always like, "I'm so sorry, Erin's running behind." I'm like, "Mine." <laughs> I just feel rude if it's centered around a meal or an event. Because that's because you are so hungry that you would be like, Where the too. fuck are they? I'm or, ravenous. Well, and some people like schedule a meal to a tea where they want to serve it as it's fresh, and if you're super late, it's just sitting out. And like, I don't so know. this is another thing. Like, I usually, and my, my dad, my family was like that too, and my dad would cook. We never have a meal ready when people get there. That's true, never. actually. Like, it's usually, like, cocktails, yeah. and, like, you're cooking, and, like, people are in the kitchen with you, and, and then dad would be like, hey, 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 get, every, get, get out of the kitchen. Why is everybody always crowded <laughs> in the kitchen? Because we always end up doing that. But it was never like you walk in, and you're like, dinner is served. That's true. I That's mean, why I always try to have appetizers for you, because I'm like, oh, bitch, you're not going to have anything for I, a while. You I just, know I need these appetizers. <laughs> My stepdad would always do appetizers, and then... He takes forever to cook. Like, I don't know what he's doing in there, but they'll say, okay, come over at, let's just say, come over at five. We'll eat dinner at six. Okay, we're not eating dinner till like two or three hours after when they say you are. Damn. And that drives me nuts because that's I get a long, angry. That, yeah, that's a long period it's of time. It's hours after. I, I feel oh. like, I'm trying to think of, I can't remember which one of my friends, it, might, it actually might have been Wit, where he's like, yeah, we, they said we had to be there at that time, but, like, what are we eating? I'm like, I don't know, but we're just going to go over it. We're just chill. <laughs> um, and one of our last ones, second to last, is avoid bringing wine to a dinner party in France, which this totally makes sense. Yeah. Like, French, you know, France is a home of great wine. French people know a lot about it. And, and a French home takes pride in their wine selection. So by bringing a bottle of wine to the party, you're pretty much implying that the wine they have to offer is, isn't good enough for you. And so it's, instead, it says to bring some flowers, but not any yellow Don't flowers. Don't even think about it. Don't do it because that suggests an unfaithful partner. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. So what <laughs> if, oh, what if you are sleeping with one of the hosts and it's your little jab where you're like, oh, I was, goodness me, why did I bring yellow flowers? And then flowers? you wink, you're like, we're doing it in the bathroom later. Oh my god. Oh, it also says you could bring sweets. I love yellow flowers, though. Please, if you if anyone comes to my house, I would love for you to bring yellow flowers. Alright, they're fucking your man. The um, <laughs> it says, in France, yellow flowers portray jealousy. In Victorian oh. England, yellow flowers were used to symbolize unrequited, unrequited love, as the color yellow in flowers wasn't discovered until then. What? The- what? So... <laughs> You can never use yellow flowers. That's sad. But so bright and cheerful. That's in France. In in like America, I just saw it symbolized friendship. Yeah, that's yeah. The and, taste of success and pride. But white roses symbolizes death. Which I think is stupid because white roses are really pretty. And like, wouldn't they be black roses? Well, death can be beautiful for some. Can be very oh. peaceful. 
What? A lot of people are like, especially elderly people, I feel like they can have peaceful deaths. No, they're like, no, no, (laughs) I'm not ready. (laughs) You know, see, white has also always been a symbol of purity, innocence, and in some cases, chastity. For that reason, white roses are often given at weddings. Who are you talking to? Wait a minute. I could have sworn I learned. Does a white rose symbolize death? In literature, I could have sworn it meant that. In many cultures, white roses are given at funerals and are gifted to those who are grieving. So do white. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess I could. We need to have an episode of like like meanings, like random meanings for things. Like we are, we're going to be doing some soon with the dreams, but like signification, signification. Uh, uh, I get what you're trying what to say. What things signify? But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Symbolize. What's our last one? So people in Greece spit on the bride to ward off evil spirits. I swear that happens in my big fat Greek wedding. You're probably right. I I think I I just watched it and it's not like a like a if I had like not like I a would little... punch someone in the face. <laughs> but it's more like a. Yeah, it's probably more of a ceremonial thing than yeah, you p- literally need spit on p- you. sound. So it's really just like the p- p- sound, okay. not like the interesting gathering saliva. In your and demons are like, "Ew, saliva! I'm out of here." They're making that put put noise. No way, so no way. <laughs> I'm not doing this, girl. Oh man, my family always quotes this movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. They say. Like they, when they don't understand what, what vegetarianism means. Oh yeah, like, you don't eat no meat. <laughs> it's okay, I make lamb. Yeah, <laughs> that movie was funny. I was just I literally just watched it like a month ago. I haven't seen it in forever, but I remember loving it. It's really cute. I wanted to watch. There's a second one, right? I think there's a second one, but it wasn't it's probably free. crappy. No, I think it's just I think it's good. Really? I think they have kids. Oh yeah, my big fat Greek kids. Also, I thought it was really <laughs> funny how they like transformed her. It's like one of those like. Makeovers where it's like, well, bitch, why were you doing? Why were you looking like that in the first? Like the place? Princess Diaries. <laughs> yeah, it's like just come on, just try get, a little. Get it get together. <laughs> All this brown garb you're wearing constantly, like, what do you expect? Add honey? some color, you'll feel amazing. Exactly. So when we think of chivalry, yeah, I think we think of men opening doors, a knight in shining armor, men carrying things for you, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And I think a lot of feminists and modern women are like, we don't need chivalry anymore because we're, we just want equality. Right. I don't really mind it. (laughs) And also my argument is we're still so far from equality. Right. All the shit that you guys do and get away with. Like you still get paid more. more Yes. (laughs) If if you want to hold the door open for me, that's great because we're still pretty far from equality. Maybe when we get there. And there's a lot of men that hold the door open for whoever's behind them. Like it doesn't mean like it's just for us. So I'm fine. So just a quick note on that. Um, so let's talk about gender roles. So we found some stuff in like a lot of things we're saying that etiquette has always been used to control women. To Which kinda makes like, sense. Yeah, put rules in place. I feel like there's so many more ambiguous rules to, about etiquette for women than men. Yeah. Especially, I mean, like, the further back you even go. Even, like, how I sit most of the time is probably, like, definitely not how I'm supposed to. <laughs> like, women, my legs are usually yes. open. My leg is usually underneath one leg. But, like, like who cares? Yeah, I don't know I, shit. My big thing is... Women are expected to take up less space than men. Yeah. We're expected to be quieter. And so women will often cross their legs 
maybe their arms as well, maybe lean to the side. Like if you look in a group of people, especially people who maybe are not all super close, the women more often than not are taking up significantly less space and are quieter. Like for some reason, men are allowed to be loud and obnoxious, but for women, that's rude. Yeah, over like, the top. hello, I'm loud and fucking obnoxious. And why can't we spread our legs? Exactly. Like, I remember... I want to spread my legs all the damn time. <laughs> I definitely remember sitting with my legs open because it just felt <coughs> more comfortable. Yeah. And my mom was like, Holly, like, she was so uncomfortable legs. by it. She's like, close your legs. I'm like, we all have genitals here. Why do men get to show theirs off we gotta close it. for the world? <coughs> Sorry, I, I had do... like a little thing in my throat. How dare you? My bad. I do understand, like, in terms of the practicality of your body, balls probably feel worse being squished up. (laughs) Like, I will acknowledge men probably keep their legs open to just let them relax. Yeah. And and, and have you ever, like, has has... have you ever heard of like them sitting on their balls accidentally? Yeah. Oh man, that's rough. <laughs> okay, but balls. Whether we have balls or not, if we want to, like, also okay. All the more reason for us to be allowed to open our legs because you can't see. Like, right. A There's full no bulge outline of stuff unless you have unless like it's real, real tight, tight pants. Yeah. That's it's like show that too. Regardless, Shit. who cares? Yeah. Didn't know we'd spend so much time on that topic, but I'm yeah. very passionate about yeah. it. Next one. Yeah, it's you. Oh yeah. It just is me. Um, in many churches, women aren't allowed to hold leadership positions unless it's related to childhood, child care and kids classes, which yep. I, that wasn't in our church. I, Although I will say that there weren't many women actually. Okay. Maybe it was in our church. <laughs> maybe it was just a rule I didn't know about. Cause now I think about it, there weren't many, but now like my mom's on the board and all that. Like she runs the board. Yeah. That's badass. Yeah. I love that my current church has two pastors, husband and wife, and they're equal. I've been seeing a lot of that with these new age churches. Like it's definitely the more pastor modern. and wife like being a both like pastors. both of them, yeah. Yeah. I mean at my church they both preach. They both have like the same level of I don't want to say power, but influence in making decisions about yeah. the church. I think that's great. Yeah. I also know of I've heard of churches where men and boys are not allowed to be working in childcare, like it's only women. Really? And that feels weird as well. Like Catholics? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. My Catholic friend, like They're like, you know what? Way too much shit's already going down. We I don't mean, need any more. It that real talk. Just nuts. It's let's, let, it's bonkers. We don't even want to jump. Another yeah, another discussion. Stuff yeah. keeps coming up. We need to do a new faith and re- and Christianity. Yeah. Faith part three. We need to get that going in the next yeah. few months. Um, so let's talk chores, like chores that we grew up with where like it was a girl's chore or a boy's chore. At my dad's house, our brothers, like boys always took out the trash. Yeah, my brother's biggest chore was he took out the trash. I never take out the trash. Even now, I'll like set the trash out for Whitney to take out. Huh. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why it's like a man thing or a boy thing. Almost always. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what it is. I had a sweet setup in college for a couple of years where my friend Akea, she did her boyfriend's laundry, but he had to take out our trash and recycling. And it was great because I didn't have to do anyone's anything, right. but I got my trash taken like out that. and I loved it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so for us, the, the girls did like the dishes, Same. but as we got older 
And like my cousin started having husbands. Actually, I take that back because only one, like Dan was the only one that would come and help. And Monty would help too. But like my uncles and my grandpa and my dad, they never did the dishes. No, I think. But also my dad cooked. So there was a reverse balance on that too. I'm going to have to have uh, when you start doing that trade-off. I'm going to think about that. And, uh... I think it's fair if you cook that someone else cleans up. Yeah. I mean, my dad definitely did grilling, some cooking, and he takes care of the yard, which his yard is massive. Yeah. My dad was Because he's in, the like, the country. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it takes all day, sometimes multiple days, to get yeah. that looking nice. So I understand, like, that's a lot of work. Yeah. However, like especially during the winter when you don't have to do that stuff as much, like he, I don't, I've never seen my dad do laundry. I've never seen him do dishes. I've never seen him vacuum, sweep, like. Wow. He doesn't do any of that. I feel like my dad actually cleaned more than my mom, but we had a cleaning person. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Um... So, yeah, my dad also took care of the yard, cooking, the gardening. And my mom, she pretty much did the cleaning or the dishes. Tidying up type Tidying stuff. up, right. Okay. Um, and then Monty and I, like, I did the dishwasher. We had to, like, make sure our room was straight-ish. Sure. And the basement was straight-ish. <laughs> um, and then we had, like, cleaning ladies. So that helped. Yeah. And then, like, pumping gas, like... My mom will pump gas if she's by herself, but when when my dad was here, like, if they were in the car together, my mom would never get the gas. And that's the same with, to the point where now, like, I rarely even get gas. Like, Whitney now does it all the time. So this is also fascinating to me. Yeah. Not only will I always get the gas. Yeah. Even when I'm driving, I will get up and get the gas. And you're always driving. Yes, I am always driving. And why do you drive? It doesn't. I don't mind it most of the time. Every now and then I'll be like, I really don't feel like it. But I always just assume Aaron's at like a peak level of exhaustion, which is fairly accurate, like mentally and physically. So I think I just default to doing as much for him to the point where even when he's off or has like long vacation periods, I'm still doing everything. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) I need to take advantage of this time. If you're off for a month, I'm going to give you at least a few chores yeah at this at this point like if i were to walk i think i did it accidentally the other day where like i walked over to the driver's seat and was like what what are you doing i'm like oh my bad <laughs> like he's i think from really when we started no, like yeah once we started not even like exclusively dating like once we started being around each other all the time he just always ended up driving that's, which that's I was interesting i feel like that's pretty common for the man too yeah like my dad always does i think my stepdad my does parents more switched often. With, with driving. They would switch too, but more also, often my dad would. Or we'd take separate cars because our family is so big. Well, and also like my mom's cars. Like when when we were younger, my dad's cars were the nicer ones. Like he had like the old, like the Mercedes. And my mom had like the Volvo station wagon. She still is mad at my dad about that. Um, but then like as we got older, like my dad started having more like trucks because of catering. And my mom had like the oh. really nice cars. So they would still switch off on driving, but, like, my mom would definitely drive, too. I mean, my funny story is when we were driving to you guys, and we stopped in, like, a okay... Probably somewhere on the west side. Yeah, more, like, on the edge of, like, eh, this wouldn't be great at night. Mm -hmm. But I think it was, like, 
dusk or whatever and we pull in and I don't know why maybe just because it was a nice summer day there are just so many men out just There's hanging out news of the just DS hanging station. out <laughs> always I'm glad you said it so, <laughs> so we pull up and they're just if you need to get hit on at me. and feel good one day just go to a gas station I swear to god good there's call. always somebody there so yeah we're, feel weird we're when pulling into <laughs> like what the fuck is going on <laughs> so we pull into this like west side gas station and everyone's looking at us pull up and Aaron goes, um, I'll, I'll get the gas. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't want them to be talking shit for letting you, letting you get out Which the gas. Which they probably would have. Yeah, they probably would have. Um, and then, like, opening the doors and stuff. Like, Whitney will slap my will slap my hand if I try to open the door in public. <laughs> but, like, not at home. Like, he never... Or, well, like, car doors at home? Or? No, he doesn't do car doors. But, like, if we're out, like, going to a restaurant or, like, going to the store, like, he usually, like, if I reach for the door, he'll be like, what are you doing? And open it for me. I'm like, oh, my bad. Like, <laughs> I can open the damn door. I mean, Aaron will definitely open doors if we're on, like, a date night or something nicer. He's yeah, like, yeah, but otherwise, like... you're on your own. <laughs> Use those muscles. But yeah, definitely at home, never. No. It's the really only... interesting. Why do they separate that? Because at home, like, we're, I don't know. We're coming home to our palace. I feel like most people don't open the door for the women at home, right? Also, I'm always unlocking the door now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fine. That's fine. So there are obviously so many manners and different rules for etiquette, de- yeah. depending on the house you hold you grew up in, the culture you grew up in. Yeah. But I would say the ones that matter to me the most that I try to uphold is just gratefulness. Mm-hmm. I always want someone to know that I appreciate everything they've done for me, or especially if you know I'm at their home. I, I really appreciate it, and I want them to know it. Right. Of course, we said I am a stickler for timeliness. Yes, I'm not. I don't want to waste people's time. Of course, if it's a house party, I will absolutely show up like 30 minutes to an yeah, hour late. Any meeting that we have, like you are there. I, I'm never there right on time. Like, because it's just it's like, no, that sounds really bad. Like, it's not like a clock and job. Like, it's your, it's you. Like, so it's like, I'll be there around one. Like, I usually say around Which, something. But also, you're probably my only friend that is, like, on time. Like, we're, we all kind of are like that. So, it's like, we don't feel bad doing it to each other because... Now, there's some that I have that are just... It's too far. Yeah, it's like, we got to tell them... Uh, uh, y- y- y'all know who... Monica, Jasmine, y'all know that. Like, we got to tell them a half an hour prior. Like, Mon- like the night before the wedding... Monica's staying in my room. She will not go home. I will not know what time she gets there. I mean, I I will admit, okay, confession time. I'm such a tight ass with timeliness and getting shit done that especially if we were like kind of getting behind on our work schedule, if I would like show up and you'd be like, oh, I'm just, I got to make some food first. Oh, actually, I got to go to the store. Can we go do this? And then it's like an hour and a half after I arrive that we actually start working. In my head, I'm like, ah, ah, it's fine, Oops, it's fine. I'm in, I'm in. But after all, I was like, Holly, the time together means so much more. And we're always It doesn't working. matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we work together way more than we just hang yeah. out. Today so we're like, going out for dinner. I'm excited. Gayukaku! Sounds so gross. I love it. I love saying gayukaku. Um, I'd say my last more petty one is I, d- I definitely get a little more annoyed with like super loud eating or if you're going to talk with food in your mouth to at least like cover your mouth. Yeah. 
like to not see what people are eating. Yeah, that's 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 understandable. That's probably my big ones. Mine are <clears throat> like you said, like gratefulness, definitely please and thank yous. Yeah, it goes a long way. Greeting people with like I don't know how people walk down the street and don't look up in your eyes and smile. I think it's so like to me it's like you're a serial killer. Like that's I don't know why because I always greet. People. So I've had too many experiences where I do that and they don't respond, where it's just so awkward that I've stopped doing See, it. See, for me, it's like, it's not awkward for me. It just means like, you're a shitty person. I should, I should go back. <laughs> I should go back. To I know everybody's not things. like that, but like, I just, uh, yeah, I'm all, in it my head, I'm normal. always like, why don't, like, but they might be having a bad day, you know, so but you then never know. You never know what like a quick cheerful interaction exactly you, exactly so that's why i always do it or like i thank people when it's like probably not even necessary when i'm out but i think those are my biggest things and continue to have whitney do the things that he does for the rest of our lives and not like drop off with his <laughs> with his like pumping gas and shit he better keep doing it <laughs> but yeah well this was a good episode yeah thanks for listening everybody yeah this is Loud and Louder with, with Holly, Holly and Misha. Misha. You sound like Julia, uh, not Julia Childs, uh, uh, Julia, Julia Andrews. Andrews. It's always like we default after a while. <laughs>